Welcome to the Ortho Eval Pal podcast, where we can help you build confidence with your orthopedic evaluation and management skills. We hope you enjoy the show. And now, for your host, Paul Marquis. Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 303 of the Ortho Eval Pal podcast. I'm your host, Paul Marquis, and today we're going to be talking about a case of malignancy in a lumbar spine pain patient. We're going to review a patient scenario with chronic low back pain. We're going to identify some of the specific red flags associated with this patient situation. We're going to do a little brief review of some lumbar spine red flags. And you may want to bring some tissues with you for this one because this story may tug at your heart a little. Uh, and if it doesn't tug at your heart, it may make you a little angry. So stay tuned to hear how it turns out. But if you don't mind holding for a moment, we're going to hear a word from our sponsor. You've all seen the name Chattanooga in rehab clinics. Chattanooga has been a staple for all your traditional clinical equipment needs, and they are now carrying modalities including high-powered laser, focus shockwave, and radial pressure wave devices. These modalities have the ability to transform your practice from both a clinical and revenue standpoint. Trust me, I have patients traveling over an hour to come have radial pressure wave treatment in our clinic. Click the link in the show notes to request a quote, schedule an in-person demo, or get more information on their new modalities. You can also visit their website at www.lightforcemedical.com. Welcome back, everyone. So as I was putting some finishing touches on my upcoming lumbar spine course, which will be on September 9th, 2023, thought I would um, give you a small taste of the red flag section. Um, and I, I first wanted to start with a podcast about red flags, but I just you know, couldn't help but remember this patient that I had, and I kind of want to tell his story um, this happened quite a while back, but I, you know, I probably had 10 years of experience, uh, under my belt, uh, when this patient came to me and, um, thought I would just share this story with you. Um, I can't say that it's going to be a story with a happy ending. Um, and I'm also going to tell you that I'm not an oncologist. I'm a physical therapist. Uh, and, um, so if I get a little of the terminology messed up, please forgive me. Uh, but it's been a while since this case went on, but I will never forget it. I've learned a lot from it. I've been able to help others because of it. Um, so I just want to uh, make it also clear that, you know, this snowball was almost all the way down the hill when it got to me. So uh, I got into the game a little bit late on this patient. But <clears throat> let me give you a little description. We have a gentleman who is about 65 years old. Uh, he comes in with his wife. Um, prior to him coming in, I received a phone call from a local orthopedic surgeon who said that, uh, you know, he was out fishing with a friend and uh, this friend had a friend who was having a significant amount of pain and was wondering if he could take a look at him. And so he, uh, out of the goodness of his heart, just kind of brought him in uh, without a referral uh, just because this gentleman was in a different system that didn't uh, make that whole referral system very easy. And so he just brought him into his office, took a look at him uh, because this gentleman was having, you know, some chronic right lower extremity radiculopathy. And uh, this orthopedic surgeon just happened to know that uh, I did a lot of neuro, you know, triage and things like cervical spine and lumbar spine radiculopathy and identifying those and, you know, communicating with neurosurgeons and whatnot uh, was quite easy and that uh, that probably would work out best. Um, so it was actually nice of him to uh, collaborate with me. He called me, he said he was concerned, something just didn't look right about this gentleman. Um so I asked uh, this gentleman you know, how long he'd have pain for, and um, it, he'd had discomfort for one and a half to two years, mostly, like I said, right lower extremity radiculopathy. 
He's had no mechanism of injury. So I want to emphasize no mechanism of injury. And he had a slow progressive onset. Um, he complains of pain down the L5 S1 distribution. He states that uh, he went to see his PCP. It took him three months to get in. His PCP referred him to a neurosurgeon. That took six months to get in. So now we're looking at, you know, nine months from the time he started his process. Um, an MRI was ordered by the neurosurgeon. That took four months uh, to have performed and then uh, received some results right after that, which showed an L3 nerve root compression on the right side. Now, remember, when I first started, the presentation was an L5-S1 distribution is what he described to me uh, clinically. And the MRI is showing nothing wrong with uh, the L5-S1 uh, distribution, but an L3 nerve root compression. So they scheduled him for surgery uh, for a lumbar decompression, uh, which is an additional three months. Okay, so we're talking about a year and a half plus as far as you know trying to get from the time that he met with a provider to the time when he was going to have some management uh, for his discomfort at this point the patient is having intractable uh, pain in the low back uh, lateral calf top of the foot and ankle again not matching up with an l3 nerve root uh, distribution Patient comes in and he looks pale and he's pasty gray. Um, when I ask him about weight loss and when I ask anybody about weight loss, I say this, have you had any sudden weight loss? And if you have, were you trying to lose weight? And this gentleman was not trying to lose weight, but his wife piped up and said, yeah, he's getting pretty skinny. He's lost 25 pounds in about a month. And I asked him if he had any issues swallowing, having, you know, why did he not, was he not eating? And he said he was having pain in the posterior aspect of his throat when swallowing. It just was, kind of, you know, very uncomfortable. He was having aching pain pretty much all over. Um, I, when asked about pain medication, he was taking some heavy duty um, opioids and not having any change in his discomfort. When I asked him when his pain was the worst, he said that uh, it was always there, morning, noon, and night, and even at rest. So he couldn't find a position of comfort that would give him some relief. Um, like I said, aching all over, some aching in his, you know, between his shoulder blades and the scapular region, um, saw a little bit of pelvic discomfort. And uh, just, you know, the, he, the gentleman was very uncomfortable while just sitting there with me um, and just did not look well. So because of the, you know, nighttime pain, uh, the pain at rest, significant loss of weight, the distribution that didn't match up with the MRI, uh, no mechanism of injury with a slow progressive onset. I, I had cancer, you know, uh, written all over this. So I don't tell the patient that I, I, you know, tell them I'm obviously very concerned with the findings and that they just really don't match up very well and that I was going to call his PCP. Uh, which uh, became a very uncomfortable conversation um, between the PCP and myself um, to the point where I, I basically, you know, said, I, I feel that there's, there's a high risk of cancer here. And, um, and he shows all the positive signs of it. Uh, I demanded a bone scan and he said, fine, and hung up on me. Uh, and within three days, I received a phone call back from the family reporting to me that he was diagnosed with uh, end-stage multiple myeloma, that uh, there was uh, complete involvement in his lumbar spine, in his tibia, 
and in his ankle joint, which is was mimicking the ridiculous pain that he was having. Um, also had it completely in the orbits of his eyes and in the bilateral scapulae, shoulder, pelvis. Um, it had completely uh, consumed him, and the patient uh, passed away in three months after the time that I had seen him, and it was just way too late to do anything or make a difference at that point. Um, so I think that we need to look at this story and, and learn from it, as sad as it is. Um, I was frustrated. I was frustrated that I um, that somebody didn't recognize something along the way that just didn't look right. Um, and I felt this patient had just gone through the process uh, like a lot of people do. And I think that we as providers, physical therapists, occupational therapists, athletic trainers, uh, chiropractors, uh, physician assistants, and, and, you know, NPs, it doesn't matter who you are. If you are working with patients and something just doesn't look right or feel right when you're evaluating that patient, you need to dig deeper. Um, don't be afraid to ask for help. You know, uh, call some folks uh, who have a lot of experience with seeing these types of situations and ask for help. Um, and uh, the sooner you can recognize issues like this, the sooner you can get help for these uh, folks. And, uh, you know, this was 20 years ago when multiple myeloma was a big deal. Uh, my my father had multiple myeloma and um, they were able to treat it and get it under control. And he did very well. And some of his friends, um, you know, also had it and did very well with some treatment. So it is much more manageable now and uh, early recognition uh, is the key. So uh, again, don't be afraid to ask for help. Uh, I think your patients are going to appreciate you putting that little extra time in for them. And um, those other providers, you know, will will appreciate the work that you do to recognize this. You need to remember that we spend a lot more time uh, in the uh, clinic with patients. We get to know them well. And we have time to ask questions. And uh, so remember that. You also um, need to make sure these types of uh, scenarios, you know, although you don't see them very often in your in your practice, um, you keep an eye out for them. Okay, you just need to ask a quick series of questions to rule out serious lumbar spine issues. You know, simply, do you have any weight loss, any sudden weight loss, uh, any nighttime pain? Have you had any fevers lately? Um, pain with no mechanism of injury. How about bowel and bladder problems? Uh, age. I mean, age is a um, recognized as a red flag and uh, etc. So uh, we are going to get into a little more detail. I thought, you know what, in our next episode, we should just dive into more of the specifics on lumbar red flags. We'll go through some of the scenarios um, and talk about some of the signs and symptoms of some, some pretty serious issues that can be uh, derived from the lumbar spine area. And uh, we'll talk about that in our next episode. So I hope that you uh, meet us next week here on the podcast. And, um, you know, please uh, get over to uh, Apple Podcasts, do a rating and review that really helps to build our uh, show and our recognition so that when people take a look at that online, they see that, uh, you know, a lot of people are, are watching and enjoying it. And um, thank you so much for all of you who have left ratings and reviews and uh, great comments. If you have any questions, feel free to shoot those over to me. My email is in the uh, the show notes. And uh, I hope you uh, got some good take-home tips from today's episode. So be kind to each other and take care. We hope you've enjoyed the show. For some more awesome content, go to orthoevalpal.com. Can't wait to see you there.